Yevanim nikbetsu Allah, Yevanim nikbetsu Allah, Yadai vimek hashmanim, Ufatukhoi maizmigdallah, Ufatukhoi maizmigdallah, Vetimukhoi hashmanim, Yevanim nikbetsu Allah, Yevanim nikbetsu Allah, Yadai vimek hashmanim, We're allowed to use any type of oil or wick for Hanukkah. Nitle yache be oisam apsilos. Even though the um, oil doesn't go up into the wick well and the wick doesn't catch the flame and hold it strong, still, says Mishnah Brura, Hainu, ki yesh manim gruim, there are bad oils that they don't go up the, the wick properly, and there are yesh psilos gruim, there are bad wicks. And on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use them. And we might have thought that Hanukkah is also forbidden. Shema Yavoli de Kiboy, because they might just go out, they might not last. Kamash Malan, Ein Lachush Lazet. We're not concerned about this. 
the Kaimalan, Kabsa, and Zakukla, because we hold it, it goes out. Then, so we don't have to relight it. And the Kevan Shahid Leek, Naasa Zecher Lanes, Vinigmira Hamitzvah. Once, what's that? Lights. Yeah, a minute, the ignition, you lit it, you did it. Nigmira Hamitzvah. It's a pill, and I have to have in theory enough oil and enough wick for it to at least last a half an hour. And this is finished. But if it's bad wick and bad oil and it goes out, it's still fine. Yes, I didn't have, uh... If you didn't have enough, if you just like lit a match, then you're not doing the mitzvah. You have to have enough oil and wick for it to last for a chatzisha, but it doesn't have to be uh, have a good chance of lasting because it, it may be very bad oil and very, very bad wick. So that little oil that they found was enough for half an hour. <laughs> oh, so right. So so now the mikomakom it's a minamuvchar, as the Rama, the best better shemen zayis mitzvah to use the best oil, the best wicks, to make it the best mitzvah. That's just in order to stretch out how long you'll be able to look at these beautiful Hanukkah candles. But peetzem, that's just called like going the extra mile. The definition of the mitzvah and the connection to the nes is fully achieved. Once you've lit it, the mitzvah is done. Incredible. <coughs> Incredible. So how, how can we relate to this? How can we relate? What does that mean? What does that tell us about the nes? Looking at it backwards. What does it tell us about the nest? I mean, the, the, the experience of the nest was that it kept on burning. And the whole thing should be, we should dafka use something that will burn well. The mitzvah, in order to be zechel and nes, should be uh, elongated amount of light, like what we should care about, it, like we do with Shabbos candles, that you can only use certain wicks and certain oils, in order for the, the, the ones that burn really steadily and, and brightly and well. How do you achieve, what, what does this tell us about the nes of Hanukkah? That this is enough. That even using and it's it's enough. What does that tell us? It's like a, it's like a lightning. Mm-hmm. It's like lightning. You don't need you need, you don't know where you are, so you get like boom, flash. Flash. Right. You see you see it and it's gone. But you have mm-hmm. but you know you're in a you know okay place because you saw the lightning for a split second. It was really, really well, let's hold that muscle for a little bit. Let's hold that muscle for a little bit. I want I want to leave this question hanging. Is that a shame? I like what you're saying. I think it relates a lot to where we're gonna go. I want to ask one more question, which is from the Parsha. Yaakov Avinu sends 17-year-old Yosef to go. Yeah. Go connect to your brothers. Yeah. Remember, so Yosef, Halo Achecha, Ro'im, Bishchem, Lecha, Veshlachacha, Aleim. Go, and I want to have a, I want to send you over to them. Ve'em Elohi Neini. says, here I am, Abba. He says, go check how they're doing, the peace of your brothers, the peace of the, of the flock, and let me know, bring me back a report. And he sent him from the valley of Hebron, and he went to Shechem. The only problem is that Hebron is not a valley. Anyone ever been there? Hebron Bahar. It's Rashi. What do you mean? The Valley of Hebron. Hebron, 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 Hebron
as the Pesach says, right? They went up to Hebron. The word Emek here does not mean valley, it means Omek. <laughs> Ready for this? It means the Omek it's so deep it doesn't even have to say the word Avraham, but it means Avraham. That tzaddik who's buried there. It's Eitza Amuka. What was the Eitza Amuka? What's this depth of the depth of the device? In order to, that it should be, as the Medjish Rabbah recounts, that Hashem. At the Bris Bein HaBesarim, that amazing ritual, where Avraham Avinu cut animals in half and walked through them, and in a pillar of smoke that represented Hashem walked through two, said, we're, we're bonded. And Hashem said, listen, you have a choice. In order for your children to really achieve the vision of Mamish Am Hashem, there's, there's basically two ways, Gehenim or Golis. Basically, some kind of spiritual difficulty they would go through, whether it be in the spiritual world of Gehenna, or whether it be in this world of Golis, of exile. And Avraham Avinu chose, this is his Eitzah Amuka, Golis. That was his choice, Chaim. It's the Magin I think. It's the Magin that he took that... Protected us because he took took that over Gehenna from the Jews. Oh, he protected us from Gehenna, yeah. At, at, so, Kuvalt. So, <sighs> that means that from the very, very beginning of the breakdown between Joseph and the brothers, a picture of heaven, <laughs> the very, very beginning was already. The Omek, right? And <laughs> with the Chanukah on it. Was the, the Omek, the Eitzah Amuka, this depths of depths. Depths of depths of process. You want to have a good cholent? Right? So, okay, let's eat it right away. No, let it cook another hour, it'll be better. And an hour later, like, okay, you now? No, 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 let one more hour. And like, oh, but if you let it cook another hour, <laughs> we want Messiah now. But the longer it cooks, the better it's going to be, baby. It's gallus. It's getting awesome. Oh, yeah. Flavors getting baked in. We're Pour it on, you know. <laughs> no, no, we can't. We have to be careful. Only saying only because we had a few luchaims for Hanukkah and didn't, didn't actually just stam lack of sleep. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> there, you can put them on the table if you want. Okay, so this is the this is the nakuda of trying to explore this eitzah amuka and relating it a shtickle. Bezus Hashem is to Hanukkah. I mean, just one thing that Harbe Harbe Herubaze that uh, when the Gemara is talking about 
the placement of the menorah where it should be, it says it can't be higher than 20 amas, 20 cubits. It's about 35 feet. Then it's out of your sphere of vision. And then suddenly, the Gemara segues as a Shabbos Dav Chav Bezim with Aleph Amar of Kana Dosh of Nasan Bar Benyumi Mishmedu Rab Tanchov Marichsiva Boy Rekein Boy Maim. Why does it say the pit that they threw Yosef into was empty and there was no water? One of the most famous Joshes Meshes Nemar Boy Reini Odesh Ein Bo Maim Ela Matuvar Ein Bo Maim Maim Ein Bo Aval Nechazim Vekavim Yisboim. And then it goes. There wasn't water, but there were but there were snakes and what's it called. And then it just goes to the next thing, Amaraba, Ner where should you put the Ner So weird, it's like this, not higher than 20, and then there's suddenly Yosef, by the way, there, you should know, there were vipers and whatever, and there, and okay, and the Ner should be the Tefach to, next to the Petach, and just goes on Kilu, like, yeah, of course, like we're in the middle of talking, like what happened there? This, 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 uh, suddenly this pit with scorpions and, and they got back to Hanukkah. What, what's going on over here? Minor segment. Little, little like, like, <laughs> you know, like this Medusa head just coming kind of like, at the bottom of that pit, man. It was dark and it was scary. Oh, and by the way, the Hanukkah light. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? It's an it's a unbelievable thing. <clears throat> So I'm pretty sure it's the Marsha. You know, I didn't look. I didn't look. We'll see right now if it's the Marsha or not. If it's not him, it's somebody else. That they say, the Kesher over here. The Kesher. <coughs> mm. He doesn't bring it. I don't, can't remember who said it. I can't remember who said it. But that the brothers didn't see because the boar was deep. If they would have seen, because what happened? A miracle happened at the bottom of the board. That the scorpions and snakes didn't bite Yosef. But what? Just like the Hanukkah candle can't be too high because you won't see it, the board was so low, they couldn't see the light of the tzaddik that the scorpions and the snakes were not biting him. If they would have seen that, Maybe they would have rethought their whole thing, right? But it was outside their field of vision. So it's mamish right in tune with the previous, with the whole discussion, which is where do you put the menorah that you're going to notice it, that you're going to see it, that it's going to shine out. Well, this pit, if only they would have noticed, they didn't notice now. This is all part of the omek. Amok means deep, right? Deep in a pit that you can't see, right? Hashem sometimes hides from us what we need to see. If we could see Hashem clearly, if we could see the tzaddik clearly, we wouldn't be in Golas. Part of the whole definition of Golas is that we can't see, that we just feel abandoned. These last bunch of weeks, it's turning into months. It's so sad. It's turning into, it's getting, it's, we're getting, it's getting baked into us heavy that we, that we don't even, not even as freaked out about it as we should be. It's already, we're, we're under, yeah, we can't even breathe anymore. It's over our heads. We're up to it. You know, it's past our noses. It's... But, so we're in the pit. Lechaim. <laughs> keep, keep the water coming. Oh, thank you. Keep, keep, keep the water coming. The water flowing. Yeah, I need, I need constant. Thank well, you. Keep that well. Maybe even fill a second cup. 
so I just can have it. Uh, thank you so much. So, so thank you. So, uh, so that's right away a connection with Hanukkah that we don't see. Right, the brothers didn't see Yosef, and this is unfortunately what happens in almost every family. There's some kind of a pain that goes on. And you get hurt, and you think the other person is to blame, and you don't see the neshama anymore. It's deep in a pit. You don't see. You can't see how good you you yourself are anymore. You can't see how good your parents are, how good your, your siblings are. You can't see it. It's hidden. It's hidden. Go out. <clears throat> Amen. Oh. Now, I want to just take us into. We're going to come back to Yosef. We're going to come back to this thing of the Eitz Amuka. I want to go back to this uh, the first question that we asked, which was the lighting of the Vedoiro and the issue of. How is it zecher lanes to have, uh, you know, bad oils and bad bad wicks and and this whole kind of like situation where okay you have to have enough there for it to last but but it's weird like if it goes out which it may well go out then it's fine like what's so that's the, you did the whole zecher to the nays so the, one of the big issues of Hanukkah uh, that the amen I mean, that the, everybody is discussing is. Tuva and Tahara. Right, the Timu, that's what the Gemara says, like, what was, what was my Hanukkah? What was the whole so thing of Hanukkah? That, that, Shekshin Nichnesu Yevanim Lahechal, Timu Kol Hashemayim Shebahechal. They went in and they they made impure all of the oils. Ukshagavim Achzbeis Cheshonai V'nitzchum. And when they went and beat them, they checked and they only found one flask of oil that was Munach V'chasem Shekhoin Gadol. And it was enough for one day, lasted eight days. <clears throat> so there's a big discussion about oil and about purity and impurity. And um, there's a big question is, if the whole idea was to light the menorah, <clears throat> With, with with oil that's that's totally pure, well, all the people were impure. So the moment they touch the oil, they're going to ruin it anyway. So what has, what's the what's the big quotes oh, right? right? <laughs> so they say first of all, the Re'aim says the Bach brings this question and he says, well, they must have used um, things that are impervious to tuma. A pshute kliyes, just a stick that hasn't been fashioned to anything. Is cannot become tame. In other words, in the world of Tuma and Tara, there's really three categories. There's well, there's two categories of vessels. There's a vessel that can become tame, and then it's either tame or tahar. And there's such a thing as something that is impervious, cannot become tame. Tuma. What things are not makabotuma? Things that have not yet become a vessel. They're not usable yet. For instance, pshute kli'etz, just a stick. 
cannot become tummy. It's impervious. Oh yeah. What's that? Okay. So, okay. Well, they're not going to get into the details, but it's psute kliets she'ena mitamim. Ay. What about the menorah itself? So, no, no, the matches that they used were just pieces of wood. So they didn't have to actually touch the oil. Okay, fine. But um, what about the... The clear the oil was in. The clear the oil was in. Get oh. into the yeah. so, so first of all, First of all, one opinion is that not every single Jew became Tameh. And somebody who was Tahor did it. Right? That's one. Another opinion is they were all Tameh. So then how did the oil even get picked up and poured? So the answer to that is, the Bach says, there's such a thing as a vessel that has a very, very thin uh, hole at the top. Right? It looks kind of like a grenade, let's say. <laughs> to make a, it's like round and then it, it it goes to the top like it has like a pitum like a like a like an esrog that's a better me, me, uh, muscle right <laughs> and, but and it has a little hole at the top you want to pour it out it comes out drop 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 right it has a big it, it has like a egg shaped thing with like a little straw at the top that, that, that with a little hole right so like a, like our world today yes and when that is made out of cheres when it's made out of Clay. Then, if you touch it on the outside, it doesn't. What's inside does not become tameh. Um, and it was sealed so that we know for sure they didn't pour some out, touch it, and pour it back in. And also, it's sealed because if it's in a room where dead people are, tumas ohel will get in. But it was if it's closed, it doesn't get in. And also. Since you can't stick your finger in and, and touch it, even tumat heset, which was a which is an extreme type of tumah for a zav, that the, the goyim non-Jews have a tumah considered to be like zav rabbinically, even moving a kli makes it tummy. But that won't happen for this kli because it's only a kli that you could stick your finger in and matama the inside. If it's too small, then there's no tumat heset either. Okay, so this is perfect. So now they can just. Uncork, even somebody tame can uncork it and pour it out, and it will be still be tahor the whole time, nice. impervious. impervious. Can't touch this. Okay. Okay. Can you please turn that off, Ima? Okay. So <clears throat> then there's a question: What about the menorah itself? So he brings the Gemara in Masechtas of where there's two opinions. One opinion is that they used metal rods. There's a question on that because Pshutei Kli Matkot can be Makabotuma. So there's one Mepharsh that says they covered them with, with wood. And another Shita there in the Gemara says they made it out of wood to begin with. Now the question is if they made a menorah that looks like a menorah out of wood, well, then it's also going to be Makabotuma because it's a vessel. It's not just some pieces of wood. So according to the opinion that they just took sticks of wood and stuck them in the ground, that works. According to the opinion that it was metal and they covered it with wood or they covered it with bedil. There's another opinion. Rashi says 
with Ba'atz, which is, do you know what Bedil is? I'm not even sure what it is myself. Bedil, do you know what it is? Bedil is It's a kind of another type of metal. So, could be that if you cover it in a certain way, but according to the opinion that the Bach goes with it, it was made of wood. Either they just took stakes of wood, and it wasn't Mamesh HaMenoira, they just pieces of wood stuck in the ground. <laughs> or the Marsha says that maybe there was a Jew, the Marsha Mamesh says this, there was a Jew who made a menorah out of wood on his own, in his house, just because he loved Hashem. And then when this whole thing happened, and the menorah was Tama, he said, I've got a menorah made of wood. Can I bring it in? Everyone was like, yes. And it's like this unbelievable story, like that, that story about the guy who was making Lechem Hapanim, who heard about it in, in, in Tzfat. And, and uh, my mom is like, this, this Jew, who knows who this Yid was? And Marsha says, maybe that's what happened. Marsha and Shabbos says that. Maybe there was a Yid who made a little wood menorah in his house. And Taka, they were like, Claudius, the whole miracle was they used his wooden menorah. It's another possibility. Or they just used sticks stuck in the ground. However, but the question still is that um, what about the cleat, the part that holds the the oil? The part that holds the oil is a is a is a clickable. It's something that, that how can what, how could they how could they have used that? So either you, if you want to say. That the guy who was that guy who made his, that that menorah was himself tahor, and he was and the menorah was tahor, and he brought it in and stuck it in. Fine, but if you say that everybody was tame anyway, you could say that he brought it in, not touching it directly, touching something else without touching it, and and put it there, and so it was tahor. But still, how are they going to pour? How, what's going to be? Um, the 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 the, the kibble at the top, right? Because you can't have that be made of wood. Because, <laughs> for obvious reasons, it's gonna rain. <laughs> okay, so what did they what did they use? So on this, there's another mashal in the sechet chulin daf nun aleph. He says that they're they're talking there about broken because a klicheres. A clay vessel. How does it become tahor when it's tameh? You can't put it in a mikvah. Shvirasan zuhi taras has to break. So the Gemara is discussing about broken klicheres. How big can the shard be and it's still considered tahor? And not only tahor, but a no mikabal tuma. It cannot mikabal tuma, even though. It's a big shard, and it looks like it, you could put something in it. You could put a liquid in it. So they say it depends uh, on the relativity to, to how big it was. If it was a huge jug, right, then the broken shard is so far from its original purpose that even though it can actually hold a fair amount of liquid, it's still considered... Tahor legamre, not only tahor, but impossible to become tummy. Based small. on what it was broken from, right? 
You said it? Uh-huh. Okay. Because it's a shard. Because it's a shard. What's a shard? Always a shard. <laughs> so says the Marsha. Bahalacha zu amanu b'mei Chanukah. I was learning about these. Happens to be I learned this sugya daf nun hey in Chulin on Chanukah. Ve'amarnu lahalos ha'sefer mechan shalom du lamar kenu v'neres Chanukah shihan neis gam biyom rishon l'mei Chanukah v'visha menorah ha'isat tamei v'alek l'mei v'shaz menorah shal eitz the habeshah sasiya yom etamas ha'va'or I'm sorry. The ones that are the size of a se'ah ve'ad sa'atayim. She'bishivreim nitaru be'pachot mechatzilug. V'hashtakuch v'layla b'shoyna gam kelonus do ela pachot mechatzilug l'chol ner v'ner shehu ikr shirash v'ayin v'nero v'katsu. So he says, that it must be that that uh, that they used because how how big are, is the shard? As long as it's less than a half log, how much is a log? A log is four kiddush cups. A revis is revis halog, right? A revis is eighty six milliliters gematria kos. According to uh, Chazanish, it's 150 milliliters gematria kos hagun. <laughs> so in any case, so, but but so four of those, something around 400 milliliters or whatever, is a log. A chazi log is exactly the size. The Gemara says in Shabbos of the receptacles of the menorah mm. when it's good, when it's made of when it's made of gold, and it's how it's supposed to be. It was about Bidu Khatilo because that much oil, two Kiddush cups worth of oil, will last the night of the long nights that we're in now, the longest nights of the year, mm-hmm. that are whatever, like 17 hours long, 18 hours, whatever, how many hours long they are. <coughs> Less than that, whatever it is. Right? That's the amount. So therefore, he says, must be that, what did they use? For the receptacles, must be they used broken shards. So what you would have is either this guy's menorah that he himself says maybe that's what happened, or sticks stuck in the ground, like just the most like the most barest thing, sticks on Primitive. the ground with Primitive. a broken shard on top, right? Kabbalah. <laughs> <clears throat> and pour the oil from that special clee that has a thin top. And so it's all, the whole thing is impervious to Tuma. The clee that holds the, the oil. Oh, the wick. Good kasha. Great kasha. What's the wick made out of? So Kanire also, so what, so what he says here is, right? Oh, 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 oh. I'm glad you asked. Because Gemara talks about wicks in terms of, in terms of their ability to make Tuma. How the, when you when you twist them and so on so must be that they used because part of what the mashasir says is that the, the shard has to be less than a half log. So he says from here also <laughs> an answer to the to the Yosef's kacha. Well, how was there a miracle the first night? Is because there wasn't enough for even one night really, because even if there was enough oil, but the shard. That they had to use must be they use that chart because nothing else is impervious. The tuma is less than a half log, so wasn't enough for even one night. 
And so same thing with the wick. A wick, a good wick, you need three, three fingers by three fingers is the minimum, because that's the size of a patch that's chashuv, that's considered good, uh, a vessel enough that it can receive tuma. Less than that is impervious to tuma. It's just a scrap. So anybody can do it because it's impervious. It's all. It's, a, it's just such a scrap. It's such a tiny piece of 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 of, uh, of beged that it's also impervious to tuma. It doesn't become a kli. Only when it's three fingers by three fingers. Also, Gemara and Shabbos about that. Also, earlier in the first parak of Shabbos. Okay, so we have the wick. Thank you for bringing that in. The the oil. The, right, the only thing that could become tummy is the oil, right? But the wick, the vessel, the, 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 the veneer itself, and, um, were all impervious, impossible to become tummy. Okay. Okay, so now. Rebbeinu. <laughs> Rabbeinu says, Torah Alamadalid Ois Zayin. He says that, right, we have to know that the heart, our heart, becomes sometimes Meshuka Ahavot Raot Hainu Charafot Uvizyanot. We get, our heart gets shamed and disgraced. Because we attach ourselves to things that are unhealthy, right? S- uh, behaviors, substances, etc., right? Azayhu bevchinas shivrei luchos. When our hearts are connected to ahavos roos, which are charofos uvisionos, things that we love that aren't good for us. Which are shame, bring into us shame and disgrace, and we feel we have no right to exist. We lose our 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 dignity, our self esteem, our our presence. That's called shivre luchos. That's called the luchos are broken because the heart is bechinas vav. He says the heart. Um, is the vav? He said that earlier. Um, the heart is the bechina of a vav. Sorry, where does he where does he bring it? Um, Connects the head and the mind. Yeah. It's sadik. Kol Yisrael gamkum as yud vav vav shem apeh. The the mouth is called a yud vav al shem v'hagus libi tvunos. Because the Pasuk in Mishlei says to write the Torah on the Luach of your heart, and the Luchos were six by six, so the heart is also considered to be the aspect of a six. It means, it means that your heart is the place where... It's like a like we could call it like a blank slate. It's a place where the Torah can be written onto your heart, right? And just like the luchos are can be shalim or they can be broken, so the heart also can be broken. The cherpa, 
the cherpa, charafas of visionis, the shame and the disgrace, hanikra orla slave, azaihu bevchinas shivrei luchos. Then I'm in a state of broken luchos, broken heartedness. When I get attached to ahavos pros. Because it is known that the evil inclination and all negative things in the world came into existence because of the broken vessels. Right? As is brought in the Eitzchayim. The brokenness of the vessels of Chesed fell into Bina of Bria, which is Bina of Bria in our, the human body corresponds to the heart. So there's broken love that has fallen into our heart. And we become fixated, attached, addicted, um, in maladaptive ways, stuck in things. And it comes with it, this feeling of shame and disgrace and brokenness that we're carrying around. However, that's the vessels of chesed. Or ha-chesed, nishar But the light of chesed, shebiyasoid, of atzilus, is still shining. That never broke. That never broke. Shehu bechinas tzadik That's the light of the tzadik that never broke. So there's, the, the vessels broke, but the light didn't break. And that light of chesed, shebiyasoid, of atzilus, is, a, is there, and that's where all healing comes from. Right? This is the light of the Hanukkah. Because the shard cannot look at Baltuma. So if, if the heart's broken into small enough pieces, then that little piece oh, oh, oh. is Dafka. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so this is where we're, we're headed. Bezos Hashem Baruch to understand Bezos Hashem Baruch. So that's why he said to go to Avram. Oh, the Eitz Amuka. Of Chesed, of Avram, the Or, Chesed, should be a side of Atzilus, and it's Dafka. Yosef, right? You need to get to know Yosef. You need to go into that position of So, 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 what is going on here? What is going on here? Why is the Nais commemorated in a way that? It's only mitzvah in a mufkar. Like, okay, you want to hold the light for longer? Great, good idea. You know, hold it for longer. And by the way, just before I get into this, do you know if got, can, it's hard for me. Yeah, if you could talk somewhere else, at least. Um, is that we want to hold this light for longer. So that's mitzvah in a mufkar, right? That's nice. It's nice to do that. But it's not the actual essence of the mitzvah itself. <clears throat> you want to hold it for longer? Great. And by the way, so in the days of the Gemara, the most you could possibly hold it is half an hour. After half an hour, any oil that's left and any light that keeps burning is not considered zechel and anymore. Because it's only for the half an hour when everybody's coming home. And after that, that's on, that's on. You, you missed it. What? There's no Pesuminis anymore. It's just only for half an hour. I, okay, you missed the time. You want to light for your family. You just get one other person there. Still, it's only a half an hour. But now, because of technology, this is a real pellet. Because of technology, 
people are walking around a lot longer, many hours into the night. Kimat Kolaposkim say that it's not just a half an hour anymore. Now it could be three hours, four hours if you're in Manhattan, if you're a city that never sleeps. Depending, you know, around here by around eleven o'clock at night, there's hardly anybody walking on my street. It depends where you are. But 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 before that, I mean, it's a lot of hours from five thirty till eleven. You know, it's not just a half an hour. And depending if you're in a mamish, a, a, a urban setting, the more intense and technological you get, the longer the mitzvah expands <laughs> with it. You hear that? One plus technology. The more technologically you get, the longer the mitzvah lasts. To pillar. Now that's all just mitzvah in a muvchar. It's like, okay, so it's a good idea. So if you want to get really nice, big, thing of oil and light it for a bunch of hours, it's, then that oil is kula koidish. It's, it's part of the mitzvah. It's not just after the first half hour of nigmar. Because, thank you to technology. If we only have more Hanukkah light. Kenegedzeh. <laughs> so, so, uh, okay. But, it's, all of that is still just mitzvah min to expand it, to be able to see it for longer, to have more pirsumei nisa, great. But the etzim ha-mitzvah is done, even if it goes out right away, and even if you kind of knew that it really might, because you're using oils and wicks that aren't that great. How does that commemorate? How does that connect? What is this nest that's possible to commemorate in such a... in such a... Uh, sort of sounds like weak kind of a way, sort of weak. <laughs> so, this gets us back to the Eitzah Mukav of Ramavinu. And to the Oivek Oivek of what it means to connect to this place right now, when it is not yet the Geula HaShlema, when we're still in that Eitzah Mukav of Ramavinu, right now we're deeply in it. In a certain way, and I've been saying it for years, and now it's really much the feeling of exile in Eretz Yisrael is worse than in Chutz Laaretz. <laughs> Sorry to say it. Yes, sad that it's better, but it's but because it's, this is where it's supposed to be, it's so painful that it's not. So painful. In any case, so what we need, L'chaim, what we need so badly, what we need so badly is that little bit of connection along the way that ability to have some of that light while it's not yet here. The Rabbi Nachman says, is the Indian of Hanukkah lights is you're taking light from the future and bringing it all over, all, you're taking light from Olam Haba Mamish and, and bringing Shashua Olam Haba from bringing it into the now. And this is why the Rambam, Shaloka Darko, writes, it usually doesn't describe things like emotionally. <laughs> the mitzvah of Ner is Chaviva. Me'od! We love this mitzvah. And one of the, uh, I still didn't answer the question all the way, I'm getting there. One of the, um, one of the great tshuvas, uh, the Chacham Tzvi, Rabbeinu Tzvi Ashkenazi, he writes a whole tshuva, about um, 
about the idea, are you allowed to, even if you can't use oil that's tummy, but uh, uh, ideally, but are you allowed to prepare the oil, the tumor? And he says that because many ask, they say like, look, what's the big deal? Tuma, hutra, betzibur. When, if everybody's tummy, then you can just bring it tummy. Why is we have all this, this whole, these contraptions like we spoke about of impervious, enomakabal tuma things, sticks and, and broken shards and a vessel with a weird shape and all this extra things that, and, and lighting it with, 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 with a piece of wood and, and, and wicks that are too small. And it's like, why do we go to all this? Like, if everybody's tummy, Hashem says, it's okay. You can bring it to Tara. So he writes, and he gets into this thing that somebody's asking, like, okay, so, 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 so what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Let them just, why do you have to wait eight days? They should have just made new oil. After the first day, why were they, why didn't they even do that? So he says, It's this whole svara of doicha satuma is nothing when it comes to Hanukkah lights. We don't ask like we could have, we should have, because he says, Hashem wanted to show same lashon as the Rambam, chibatam. Hashem wanted to show how beloved we were. That's why he made this nays. He wanted to show us how much he loves us. So he made something supernatural and he, and he, and he gave us that we could have oil that would be the best uh, to show us this love. Because the trouble is that while we're in Gullus, we don't feel the love. We're, that's what Gullus is. That we don't feel the love. But the Baal Shem Tov said, right? I have it in my sitter over here. Uh, in the, from the Degel Mach and Ephraim. If you bring it to the source, it's right in that sitter. It's sitting, I see that sitter on the table, on the Hanukkah table. He, he, he brings there from the Degel Mach and Ephraim, or from the Toldos Yaakov Yosef, that the reason why our exile is so long now is because we're not spending enough time on the Bracha, Bocher, and Yisrael, Be'ahavar. Mam is unbelievable. He says, Shamati b'shem moiri mashenema shamayim. Oh no, sorry. Um, where, where did he bring it? Ah. Um, you mean the, the bracha of the coin? The coin blesses us with? Uh, no, no, no. The, the bracha before, before the shema. Um, Oh, yeah, the bracha of Hashem's love to make a bracha that Hashem loves us. I bracha to Hashem. Oh, heaven, Mishra, Boker, Mishra, be Ava. If I say, this certain side of it's Mary and Yushua, I mean, like. It can take like uh, 15 minutes sometimes just to remember. And what? Make it, yeah. It's such a huge. Oh, here. Told you, Yosef, Parshas Vaera. Shamat He was told from heaven, Tam Ichor The reason why Mashiach is taking so long, We don't spend a long time in the Brach of Avarabah. Whew. 
It's the told us b'shem about b'shem to Hakadosh. To spend a little more time, right? So, so, what? That's I think that that this is what the Ratzah Kadosh Baruch. Why is it so hard for us? Because we don't feel it. Because we look at the world and we can't see light. We can't see Hashem's love for us. So Hashem wanted to show us His love. That's why He Davka did this nesp, and the vessels for us to hold that nes are all broken, incomplete things that are impervious, cannot become tummy, right? How do we hold this? Is we need to find, right, we need to find, we need to find, we need to believe that the brokenness that we're in now can hold this. That the brokenness can hold it. And the Gemara in Shabbos, in, in Per Kol HaKelim, it says, what happens if, if something breaks on Shabbos? Can you use the shard? Is it mukta? They say, well, if it broke before Shabbos, for sure you could. Why? Because even the tiniest shard can be used to cover, can be used to cover something else, right? So this is this pele. That what does Rabbi Nachman say? Is that the the broken loves, which is our broken heart, which is the broken luchos, the state of brokenness with Golos that we're in now, is shame and disgrace. But what can we do? We can cover each other. Mm. We can use that same broken thing in me, and I could say, you know, I feel it too, and I'm with you. And you help cover somebody else's shame. You help cover somebody else. This is also, by the way, the place of brokenness, covering over the place of brokenness, when they would bring the corp the cut up pieces of the animal for the korban tummy to put on the, they would cover the places where they were cut. They would cover it with, with fat or with a tail or with, they would, so you wouldn't see the place of, 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 of brokenness. Because kavod, ashirus aliyem anius, it shouldn't be poverty or brokenness, it should be wholeness in the base of Mikdash. So we're covering the basements, we, literally they did that, they covered the parts of the animal with other parts of the animal. So these broken, how and what? So even though they can serve that purpose, that's still impervious to Tuma. It's the one purpose that doesn't make it able to be Makabal Tuma, is covering for each other. Is Imo Anochi Vitsar. Even though I can't give you total, what can I say? But I can say, I'm with you. I'm with you in this, right? right. I'm with you. We're not alone in this. I'm with you in this, right? And then that can be the vessel that cannot become received to Uma, and that can hold all these, that can hold this this light, this light of Hashem loving us, which is the whole purpose. So we need to be ready to embrace the brokenness, not pretend like we're whole, because I make the Kabbalah Tuma. And that pieces of wood is something that if it was just pieces of wood in the ground, there are things that are incomplete. We have to be okay with being incomplete. And if there is something that's complete, but we're afraid to take it out of our basement because it's childish, I made this menorah, how is anybody going to care about it? But no, we have to believe in that little inner place of, of, of child, childlike connection to Hashem, of... of, of, of that I can bring out my, my, my little homemade 
menorah, and it counts, and everyone needs it. I'm afraid. I want to. I don't want to. I want to keep it at home. I don't want to show anybody. Those are the things. When we're ready to bring out our little handmade things, when we're ready to be incomplete, when we're okay to be broken and cover for each other, that's what can hold this light. That's what can hold this light of Hashem showing His love for us, even in the middle of this story. So Rabbein, Rabbein says... Like Nehra. What's that? Like the Nehra itself. It, was in, it wasn't at the end of the war. Like yeah. in the middle. Like, right? Nehra was like four years, five years, six years into the war. Oh, before, right. And then and they the were still fighting. Came, yeah, for another... Oh, it was not even, not even oh, half over. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. The Gemara says, Nitzchum. Shigavru... I'm not sure. Shigavru Beishchonev and Nitzchum. Then they checked and found one thing. Sounds like from the Gemara that there was a... I don't know if it's... Maybe it's a partial victory, yeah. but but in any case, Reb Nassim says in, in Rashi Zayin Ois Memtes, back to Yosef Atzadik and this thing of being able to see Yosef Atzadik, he says. He says the issue was like this. Yosef is telling the brothers his dreams, right? And our parsha opens with this, right? And they're hating him, right? Was he so out to lunch? After the first dream, why you call them and tell them another dream about everybody bowing down? It doesn't have any, any what do they call EQ, like emotional <laughs> intelligence? Like, is it like, yeah, yeah tact? You know, like... They just, yes, yes, same question about Yaakov. Like, why would... Like, come and tell me how your brothers are doing. Like, right. it's like... Oh, you could yeah. ask that. Right, so their, their Lichora sounds like Rashi is saying, like, that that was like already beyond, like maybe Yaakovinu. Yeah, it's also Kasha. But here I'm focusing on him for a minute, which was before this. What caused this? Maybe Yaakov was so much just only seeing the good, he didn't, in any case. So, he says, he says, Because all of this is the aspect, says Rav Nasan, of machlokas between tzaddikim and even between people, maybe they're not tzaddikim, but they're k'sherim k'tzat. They're good people. They're not all the way. The trouble is that people want to understand the ways of the tzaddik immediately. They want to understand everything. Now, if everybody could see all the way to the bottom of that pit, right? If everybody could see the greatness of the hasagas, of what the tzaddik is perceiving, of what the tzaddik is doing, even a one-thousandth, surely everybody would be running after him, saying, okay, like, I'm with you. You're the leader. They would be totally devoted to the tzaddik. This is unbelievable thing. The tzaddik acts with wisdom for the sake of free choice. He makes himself less available. He hides from the world. He shows them a little bit. That they should realize that he is the tzaddik. What was he doing? He was telling them, you're all bowing down to me. The sun and the moon and the stars, all of creation. All of the physicality, all of the, the wheat stalks, everything. 
it's me. He's telling them in the plainest language, but he's also sounding like a total megalomaniac at the same time. <laughs> right? It's a pillar. He's, on the one hand, he's really telling them, Ani Yosef, from the beginning. On the other hand, it sounds lumish. And he did that like the same way God leaves room for free choice, that Sadiq leaves room for us to not see him. Mm. And even a Kodesh Baruch sets up that the pit would be too deep that they wouldn't see the nays. Why? There's this process going on. <clears throat> he says, if they would have really wanted to, they would have said, what, what are these dreams? What's really going on? They would have gotten curious. And really, maybe they could have... That even the... Right? The people who truly want to come close, they'll find their way. But people are going to have all kinds of kashas. And this is true... You know, we're all trying to get close to tzaddikim, and then, but sometimes we feel distant from them. We have to push through and realize they themselves are hiding in a certain way. Even with the things that they say, that are, they're telling us everything and they're also hiding. We have to be so strong, right? And he says, unbelievable thing. He says, Rebbeinu teaches us that these conflicts that we have in family with tzaddik with seeing the nakudas tzaddik in ourselves and in others these long processes, where do they lead to? the deep galus but eventually, from what came out of that galus? Torah he says kol sefer Torah kedosha shekluli mikol esfarim nitna al yedei etzis misraim shehal yedei hamachloika shalashvati mim yosef the only way for us to receive the Torah, and what are we learning in the Torah, is these stories themselves. The only way to get there is through a long process. This is the Eitzah Mukah of Avinu. The danger is we're going to give up during that long process. It's too, I can't see the tzaddik, I can't see the bottom of that pit, it's too dark, I don't even see that there's any hope, I can't see that there's any chance. So what we need in the middle? Hanukkah lights that won't be too high, it won't be too low. Hanukkah lights that we can see, Hanukkah lights that we can hold. With these broken vessels, Davka, these incomplete things with these childlike creations to hold it and receive that's it's so special about these days of Hanukkah that we can actually receive a sense that Hashem loves us during the long exile during this long interminable thing we need I need a drink on my way to the bar right I can't just like I'm so I can't just wait till I get there I need a drink for the way there. <laughs> this is, we need Hanukkah so badly. We need some of that light before we get to the light. Otherwise, we'll never get there. We'll give up. We'll freak out. Wow. As Hashem, to to internalize this and believe it about our own interpersonal relationships, 
about our relationships with ourselves, that there's this light that's with us, and and we can sing thanks and praises even now, even while it's so incomplete. Chaim Kachabas. And so this explains why the mitzvah is considered finished, even if it goes out almost immediately, is because it commemorates the miracle whose essence is chiba, is belovedness. When that connectivity and belovedness gets across, even if it's only for an extremely short time, it does all that it needs, which is to remind us that we are still beloved during this long process. So, Shalom and a happy Hanukkah to all.